Welcome to the Above Average Driven Millennials podcast series, where entrepreneurs, celebrities, and athletes talk about their journey, from starting and all the shit they had to go through to get where they are today. Please spread the love, write us a review. We want to help as many entrepreneurs and people as we can with advice from industry experts. Now, here's your host, president and founder of Adapting Social, John A. Vaguero. What is up, fam? I hope everybody out there is creating an amazing day for yourselves because you deserve it and you're in control of it. So let's get after it. So today I'm super excited because this is the one topic that I love more than anything in business and that is selling, sales, closing, building relationships, whatever you call it, whatever it is to you, I fucking love it. And so to dive right in and to go in without just putting one toe in the water, I go diving right in, I like immersion training. So the biggest thing I want to say right now is that let's start off the tone with this. I've been doing sales for a decade and I started it as a teenager, my company, so I went door to door. And there are so many different forms, obviously, of trying to sell. You know, there's cold, there's warm leads, there's going door to door, there's cold calling, there's going to networking events, trade shows, you know, building partnership affiliate relationships. There's just so many things that you can do. But one thing that I had, I had to learn early on and why I, I truly have mastered selling and building relationships in my company at Adapting Social is because I started knowing nothing. I went door to door and I got rejected. I got door shut in my face. I've driven to different states with the hopes of closing and building a relationship with the client. And what happened? I did not close them and wasted all that time and gas and money Yeah, I will never get back. But the experience in that lesson was a Harvard education. And that's anytime something goes wrong, don't look at it like you're pissed off or you're upset because you just got a fucking Harvard education on shit that you you will never learn in school, all right? So I had to go through a lot of those school of hard knock lessons. But the biggest thing that I've learned in time, I started off always trying to sell, sell, sell. So I'd be out there, I would talk to him about me building him a website, or at the time I had a deal and coupon website, and I would talk to him about the massive value they'd get on that. And the one thing I did, and this is critical, is I overvalued the product that I was selling, and I undervalued myself. Now I want you to think about that. I overvalued the product that I was selling, and the service that I was selling, and I undervalued myself. And it's important to know this and to take note of this because what had happened was is that I would go to hundreds, and I'm talking hundreds, in my teens, I went to hundreds of doors, I called hundreds of people, you know, and I'm talking about in the span of, 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 you know, of a couple days, not like months or years. I'm talking in a couple of days, I would be in front of 100 doors and I'd be calling 100 people. Now it's in the thousands. But, but the whole point though is, is that I would always try to be like, you know, here's how I'm going to add you so much value with this website or, you know, here's, here's the biggest thing that we're going to do. You know, my websites are the best and here, here's why. But once I started to realize that it wasn't as much about the websites, can they go anywhere else and find another web designer? Absolutely. 
Do they need me? No. But you know what separates them wanting to work with Adapting Social from them wanting to choose a different company? It's John. It's you. You are the biggest asset in any selling situation. Any building of a relationship, I like to call it. I really like to stay away from calling it selling or closing. Anytime any of my team members you know, make a sale or we, we build a new relationship, I call it relationship building. Because we genuinely give a shit about our clients and we want to see them do good. And we actually are a driver of them doing good. So it's one of those things that it's like so important that you, you think about it and you set your mindset the right way. You're not selling anybody anything. And you want the client to know that. I'm not here to sell you anything. I want to build a relationship with you that we can both synergistically add value to each other. And that is what a successful and a great salesperson would do. And so that's the biggest lesson I learned early on is that you know being a salesman is really a glorified word of building relationships, okay? You are the biggest asset. So now, me being this teenager, as I started to learn that, hey, me pushing my products isn't working too much. What else can I do that'll be a little bit more effective? Well, I started to try, you know what? Let me put, let me interject a little bit of my personality. Let me match their tonality. Let me match their energy. And you know what? One thing that I learned, and you know, I've studied psychology for the past, you know, five years. And the biggest thing that I've learned in just studying, you know, mannerisms and you know and tonality and energy levels is that energy is everything it's so undervalued but energy is literally everything so many people undervalue the fact that you being a great person you being kind but also matching the energy of the client that you are trying to build a relationship with goes so far and here's what i mean by that so Let's just say, for instance, you know, you're you're talking to uh, Mr. Johnson, right? You're trying to close Mr. Johnson who owns a pizzeria, or uh, or you're trying to build a relationship with somebody, you know, who owns a restaurant, or you name it. And and at the end of the day, you know, he's clearly he's clearly in need of your service, and you know that, and that's why you selected him, right? So you're meeting with him, and now he may be the type of person that is very very soft spoken, dry not loud at all and is to himself so he's a shyer kind of guy so if you come into that conversation you know me me normally being a high energy person there were so many times that i went into these circumstances and i was myself and i you know i always tried to be myself i always heard that saying you know be yourself and that's how you're gonna that's how you'll win ultimately whether it's in a relationship with a girl or relationship with a client just be yourself john and so when i went in you know I would be insanely high energy. And you know, and these clients who were lower energy, more mellow, they didn't like that. They didn't like me being super high energy. They thought I was annoying, okay? But the key thing the key thing to take away here is that people want to work with, deal with, and even be friends with people who are like them, who have common ground to them. They don't want somebody who's not like them. So if 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 Mr. if Mr. Johnson is the kind of guy that is low toned, mellow, not high energy at all, if I'm sitting there and I'm yelling on the phone, he's not going to want to talk to me. And I had to learn that the hard way after doing it hundreds of times. And so finally I I I realized the pattern of like, well, what's going on here? And so when you're in a situation, just understand there are people, right? And so what are they like? What is, what is their tonalities? What's their energy levels like? And match that. So first thing is first, match their tonality and match their energy. 
and you will become somebody that they want to connect with and talk to and like. The second thing is find common ground. Don't just go in and say, you know, match their energy and just start to talk about your steak knives or selling your house, you know, if you're a real estate agent or, you know, selling, you know, uh, a job if you're a contractor. At the end of the day, you again, these are people just like you. So <clears throat> what's that common ground? The first thing that I always try to find, if, I, if, if, if I'm in a scenario where like I can't see like, you know, a Jets, if, you know, most, most cases I'll try to find something like, you know, whether it's like a local sports team or asking them how they got started. Like, tell me about your business. Tell me how you got started in this field. Like, what made you get started? And I, find, I like to find the common ground just by being an entrepreneur and hearing their story and then being relatable to just being entrepreneurs. And so <clears throat> when you think about it that way, the biggest thing that I've taken away from that is that it goes so far to find that common ground. Because once they now know that you are like them in energy and tonality, right? And then also you have some common ground. Now they want to talk to you. Now now you're not annoying to them. And that's the biggest thing. Salespeople are seen as annoying to the everyday person. Nobody walks around and wants to be sold jack shit nothing. Okay, that's why everybody's on the left side of their brain, skeptical, analytical, walking around New York City with those people who pop out those flyers. Hey, come to the comedy show. Hey, come to the, uh, you know, the bus tours. You don't want to deal with them. You're like, get away from me. You don't want to be sold. You're bothering me. That's how people feel about salesmen and about being solicited. Okay, so there has to be a different angle. So secondly, again, finding a common ground, commonality, finding something that you both have. Okay, third is massive value. Don't just talk about, you know, hey, I make websites and we do this and that. Like most of the car most of the car salesmen, anytime I've purchased a car since I started my business, anytime I'm in those those scenarios, here's here's an example of what you never want to do as a salesperson. So if you're selling a car, as an example, and I, I walk up, I like, oh, I like this BMW or this Mercedes. So I walk up and you know, the car the car salesman's like, yeah, you know, this is the G500. This, you know, has a all-wheel drive, uh, you know, has air heated seats and, uh, you know, GPS and has, uh, air, you know, air conditioning, beautiful air conditioning, a nice sunroof. Now, the one thing that most salespeople do and the common mistake that was just made is that he's telling me. He's telling me shit that I already know, okay? He's not selling me anything. He's telling me, oh, well, you know, you have this, you have that. Yeah, I fucking know that there's air conditioning. What the fuck? I know that. But what is different is trying to understand the leverage points that you can utilize. So instead of saying, oh, yeah, it has AC, it has cooled seats, heated seats, it has a trunk, okay, great. The way that you want to approach building relationships and sales is not by telling them, it's by selling them, okay? And so instead of saying it that way, it's like, okay, well, what do you need this car for? Oh, you know, I'm a commuter. Okay, great. So you need something with MPG. This G500 is not for you. It's 13 miles per gallon. You're going to be dumping money into your fucking gas tank. Oh, well, if you don't care, that's fine. But you know what? The seats are super comfortable. It's all-wheel drive just in case you get stuck. Do you commute, you know, from, where, where do you commute? Oh, you commute from, you know, Jersey to New York or into Connecticut. Oh, great. So are you doing it in the wintertime? All the time. And sometimes I've gotten stuck. See, in this car, you will never be stuck. So now, see, the difference is, is instead of me just tell, 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 I'm now leveraging the fact that 
I know this guy is going to get stuck in the snow eventually and that this G500 is going to be a great car for him because it's made for this terrain. It's meant for that. It's going to help your life because you've been stuck in certain moments on the road, pulled off to the side of the road, sitting there for hours waiting or maybe gone to accidents because of the snow and now you have that eliminated and that's a pain point that you can play on, right? So it's understanding what they really want. Don't just sell. How can you sell somebody something when you don't know what the fuck they want? You have to listen and you have to ask the right questions. And so the third one is making sure that you understand the leverage points and throw in that massive value, okay? And last but not least is, you know, is where I like to just kind of like bring everything together, right? I like the quick four step. And the last but not least is bringing it all together and saying, okay, once they're interested and you know they seem pretty committed and they seem like they like what you're saying, they like you and you guys are laughing and having good times, you know, then it's when you kind of go down to the the brass tacks. And the one thing that you always want to do is first let them know that everything that you're about to do in terms of, you know, whether or not they want to, you know, close a deal with you or, or build a relationship or buy this car. You know, you're here for them. And if they're not ready to choose today, whenever they're ready, you will be here and available whenever they need you. And that right there, because sometimes people are not ready to buy today. And that's okay. That is okay. But one day they will be. And if you leave them with an experience that they feel like they were not pressured, you were adding massive value, educating them, you you were very similar to them, they liked your personality because really in, in, in the subconscious mind, you were similar to them because of your tonality and because of how your energy were matching them and because you find you found that common ground with them. And so the biggest thing that you want to do is you want to show these people that you're not there just for the sale. You're there to add value to their lives. And when you fucking do that, it transforms your business. Because now, and listen, and most people, they want to make a sale today because they want to eat. I understand that. You want to close the deal. But listen to me. Too many people focus way too much on just solely trying to get the sale today. And they overpressure people and then it turns them off. Don't worry about that. You're just here for them. You want to help them throughout this buy this consumer journey process, and whenever that they need you, if they ever need to call you, if they want to pop in, you are there. They're going to choose you. I've even had customers that I met with and came and finally decided to close a deal with me two years later. Let that sink in. Two years later, not same day, not a month later, not two months later. I added so much value that. Two years later, they were ready to make a move and they thought of me two years later. That's what you have to do. Ultimately, though, you have to look at these sales you know, situations as just building a relationship. Too many people get nervous and uncomfortable and they just try to go to just they just start telling and telling and telling what they do. I tell here's what I do, here's what how I can help you with offers and this and that. Don't worry about that. Build the relationship first. Let them know who you are, what your story is, how are you involved in this, where's your passion come from, right? Anytime you're telling your story of how you got into what you're doing, always make sure your passion is bleeding through your fucking eyeballs because that goes so far. When people know you're a good person and you're so passionate and you're just there to help them and you have so much education on the subject and on what it is that you do, you are going to be the resource to them, undoubtedly. So just make sure that you come into it knowing 
that sales is actually not about selling anything. It's about building a relationship and offering massive value to people and showcasing that you're the right person in this process to help them choose and select and help, whether it's a service or product-based. If it's a service-based, you, your personality has to go a long way, ladies and gentlemen. It has to go a long way. You, have to, you can't be an asshole and be in a service-based business because a service-based business means that I need to talk to you. If I have an issue, I have to complain to you. You have to make sure that you turn your personality around. Too many people are dry, not funny, you know, get angry very fast, have short fuses. In a service-based business, you cannot be that person, especially with sales. If you're a product-based business, your energy and who you are is going to help propel you in front of thousands of people if you market it the right way. Or if you're going door-to-door and selling, you want to do that in bulk, obviously. So when you're doing that, your one-time personality and that one-time experience that you're going to provide this person in this journey when you're trying to build that relationship, aka uh, in that selling situation, that goes far. But in a service-based business, you have to do it repeatedly and it's a relationship. It's not just a one-time hit. So I want to make sure everybody listening here understands that in business, the lifeblood, the fucking lifeblood of your company is predicated on you closing and selling business. I know people who have the shittiest products, but they sell it so well that they're eating and they're doing well because they can sell it. And so you have to think the same way. You have to think the same exact way. Tell yourself and understand that you and your ability to sell is absolutely every single thing that you could imagine for your business and more. And I repeat, sales is the lifeblood of your business. Mark Cuban actually says it the best. He says, sales cures all issues in business, okay? If you're having if you're having cash flow problems, you're fucked. You're you could be you could be out of business if you have cash flow problems. If you have you know an employee problem, right? That can be fixed. If you're having a issue with something in your building, you know, and uh, and you know the fire alarm keeps going off, that can be fixed. If you have clients upset, you can put an effort to fix that. If you need better quality of product, you can fix that. But your ability to sell is your ability to stay in fucking business. So ladies and gentlemen, study your audience, study their tonalities, study their energy, and just be a kind human being to them. And let them know that you're just there for them when they need you, anytime, 24-7, 365. That level of service, that level of commitment, that level of freaking dedication who the hell would not want to work with somebody like that? So to, to close off, everybody, as always, create an amazing day. You're in charge of it, guys. And since we're speaking about the journey of sales, sales is an uncapped market, right? So anybody who is in sales, they have the complete ability and capabilities to literally make whatever money they want. You eat and starve on your capability to sell. And I don't care if you own a company and you're selling. I don't care if you're a salesman at a company. It doesn't matter. Your ability to sell 
and to, I'm sorry, to sell people and to build these relationships are uncapped if you're in the right sales position. Uncapped. So just understand, I have a quote that when I first started adapting social, I literally put next to my bed, I, in my parents' house, in the, my parents' basement, aka my first free rent-free office space, um, I had this quote posted on right next to my bed. When I woke up, I looked right at it. And all day long in the back of my laundry room where I had my little office, I had it back there too. So I was looking at it all the time. And so it went like this. And this goes out to all my salespeople out there because this is fucking relevant. It said, live a few years of your life like most people will not so you can live the rest of your life like most people cannot. And I want to let you know and understand, explain that, how powerful that is. When you are sitting there grinding, just freaking getting your nails dirty, clawing at this business and trying to build a name for yourself, it is not an easy racket by any means. And you have to put the time in. You have to struggle because behind struggle is great opportunity. Behind struggle is great opportunity. There, were, My first year in business, I made $4,000. That is nothing. And granted, I was a teenager and I was leaving my parents' house. I was a kid. But still, in the world of business, that's fucking shit. That's nothing. Nothing to write home about. And I never gave up because of that quote. I said to myself, if I'm going to get somewhere, I have to struggle first. I have to learn. I have to get kicked in the nuts a couple times. And that's what's going to help propel me forward. That is what you need to keep in mind. When you give up, and you quit and you walk away, that is failure. Not me making $4,000. That led to me building a company that is now in five countries around the world, servicing over 500 amazing entrepreneurs that we're blessed enough to call our family members now. So if you live a few years of your life struggling, grinding, getting after it, you can live the rest of your life like most people can. And as a salesperson and when you're selling as a business owner, putting in the first few years of just grinding and building these relationships lead to the rest of your life where people know your reputation, they know your integrity, they know who you are, and then that word of mouth referral just comes in and it comes in flying. And next, <clears throat> the next podcast I'm going to talk about, which is in addition to this, is it'll be like uh, sales 2.0 will be building your six legs of your sales. So everybody, create an amazing day. I appreciate you listening and I hope, I just hope that you can take this and do something with it because when I first started my journey as a teenager, starting adapting social, I didn't have this type of, actually this level of mentorship or these different little facts. I mean, you know, when I was first starting, it was in the earlier phases of YouTube and things like that. So it wasn't as popular as it is now. Uh, I was more so reading books and stuff. But right here, right now, I just want you guys to take anything and everything that I'm giving you here and just run with it and just make it such so much more value for your life and for your for your business and for your sales that you can take what you're doing to the way, way next level this year. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. Progress. Progress equals happiness in everything that you do, guys. So everybody, just use this. Take it. 
And if anybody has any questions, please shoot us an email, info at adaptingsocial.com. And anybody out there who listens that thinks this has massive value or that is actually gaining some information from this and, and enjoys it and wants to execute on it, right? Because knowledge is in power, fucking execution is. Please share, review, give us some love on this. We want to help as many entrepreneurs as we can. Thank you guys.